Remember, folks, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So, this happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back here on SoundCloud.com slash Dies in Your House or on the Apple Podcast app if you searched for Dies in Your House or if you're premium, you are on Patreon.com slash Jay Porks absorbing a brand new episode of Dies in Your House a day early. What's the word? What it do? What it be? What it is? What's the haps? Jay Paul, see, you're probably wondering what the hell have you stumbled upon? Well, this podcast has been a lot of things over the last couple of years, so I just ask you, I'm Jay, pull up, get to know me. I'm a little eccentric. Uh, this podcast used to focus on, like, live music, uh, then it focused on my life as a bad waiter. Now there's no live music. I have a good job, so it focuses on America, voting, democracy, and stuff that we need to make sure stays important to us. Right now, there is a, there's an actual conversation around the world. Countries are like deciding, should they be democracies or should they like be autocracies should they have like a king and an ultimate ruler forever or should they have elected officials they're actually debating which one is better which is crazy to me which shows that america has not done its job leading the world in spreading democracy we lead the world in spreading covid but spreading democracy not so much so over the last four years, the, the Republican Party has embraced fascism. Now, I'm not going to break it down for you. Hey, Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and of the economy, which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. You know, forcible suppression of opposition... Is a phrase we should focus on there. Because, like, it's one thing to have differences with somebody. Like, you can think, hey, the corporate tax rate should be this number. And I could think, hey, the corporate tax rate should be this number. And we could discuss it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like civilized human beings. But it's when one side has a view and they view the other's view. They suppress it. It's not even, doesn't exist. Example. Joe Biden... Our president, don't you love saying that? Don't you love a president that doesn't like getting, 
urinated on by prostitutes. Damn, I shouldn't have said that. The views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. Seriously, it's glad to know that we have a president that doesn't have hookers on speed dial. I'm kidding. I gotta stop. I need to stop. But seriously, though. Um, Joe Biden and the Biden administration, they got a plan. Infrastructure. This is the ultimate Democrats and Republicans work together thing. Because highways, bridges, these things are not, they don't have political parties. There is no Republican bridge. There is no Republican highway. There's no Democratic bridge or Democratic highway. They are all American highways and buildings and construction and stuff like that. That's what infrastructure is, building things. So the administration has come up with a plan. It was a couple of trillion dollars. Listen, the roads need work. All of that money was spoken to. Republicans were like, no, that's too much money. It's a liberal wish list. Everything's a liberal wish list to them. So the White House was like, okay, we'll come down from like two trillion to one trillion. Came down a trillion dollars. The Republicans are like, we'll go up 140 million. That's not halfway, my guys. And ladies. It's not the way, that's not halfway. That's not a negotiation. Republicans have far too long been getting away with this. They shouldn't have gotten away with it for all four years. They shouldn't be getting away with it now. They like autocracy. And we need to vote them all out. There's room for a moderate... There's room for a moderate... Uh, for moderate Democrats. There's not like, oh, you have to be Bernie or bust. No, it's not. We're a large tent party over here. And I'm proud to consider myself a member of the Democratic Party. Um... Speaking of things going on within the party. So infrastructure, we're trying to get that done. Joe Biden wants to build some roads and some highways. And that's going to create jobs. Like people are going to need to build those roads and highways. So we're going to create jobs. Just need to spend a little money. Republicans are like, no, we'd rather the country fall apart. Cool. Whatever you think it is to be right, that'd be fine. I would say we'll figure out a way to get it. But Joe Manchin exists. But I turned on the TV yesterday and I saw Kamala Harris, Vice President, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, speaking in Mexico City. She just visited the Northern Triangle countries, Guatemala, Honduras. So, I want to start off by, my dad brought up a good point this morning. He goes, so hey, is like everything Harris does... Do they say it's wrong? Because she went down there and said, tell them not to come. Totally taken out of context. But he's right where every time Kamala Harris speaks, the right-wing media is going to poke at her harder than they'd poke at Joe Biden because they're they they they're under the impression that she's next. So they're going to critique everything she says. But luckily, I had on MSNBC... At a time where they there wasn't Republicans on. Joy Reid comes on. And she makes a fantastic point. That I'm going to try my best to reiterate here. They asked Kamala Harris. When she's going to the border. 
like, physically going to the board. She doesn't actually need, like, people are under the impression. Now, this is a hard truth. But the border of Mexico and the United States is not the biggest problem going on south of the border. The problem isn't, oh man, we got too many people trying to come to America. There's seven countries down there. There's seven countries down there. All of whom, all of those countries, the United States has treated like crap historically. For instance, and I, I'm sorry that I don't, you know, Joy was talking fast. There's a country down there that in the 50s wanted to do their own democracy. We overthrew the government, and since then they've had cartels running the government. If anybody wants to look up the United Fruit Company, you can look that up. That's where the term Banana Republic actually came from. The United States has not been treating these countries well over the course of the last, let's say, 100 years. And Harris, Vice President Harris made a fantastic point. No matter where you're from, people are proud of where, they fr where they're from. They don't want to leave. Like, for instance, I currently reside in Staten Island. I hate this fucking place. You know what I'm saying? But I'll do the talk. I'll do the talking smack about it. You know what I mean? I'll start the ball rolling. I'm from Canarsie, Brooklyn, the Flossie, home of Pop Smoke, Fabio Foreign, Chef G, and all the other real gangster rappers that are coming out right now. I'm from there. People get shot every day. I'm proud to be from there. I'm proud to be from Canarsie. That's where I grew up. Like, no matter where you're from, so no matter, like, you might be thinking, oh, these third world countries, of course they want to come up to America. No, they don't. They definitely don't want to walk. However, met through six countries. Are you guys stupid? Like, they definitely don't want to walk through countries <laughs> to come to America to get their kids taken away from them and never see them again. And get locked up for breaking laws that they had to break or they would get raped by some members of the cartel. Check this out. I heard one of these ideas. Towns. There's like a town in Honduras. We're going to send them money so they can have lights on the street. So at night, people don't get killed. Imagine like a country, a functioning country needing lights. We're right close to them. We can't give them lights. So we're sending a couple of million, billion dollars to them. We've got a lot of bridge building, metaphorically, to do down there. We need to make the countries that immigrants are immigrating from less run by cartels less run by authoritarian regimes, less run by secret police, less run by murderers and autocracies. 
Because people are proud of where they're from. I never met one Mexican who hates Mexico. I never met one person from Guatemala that hates Guatemala. I've never met one person from Honduras that hates Honduras. People from Russia, Germany, all over the world. Everyone's got their reasons to leave, but nobody's... I've never heard anybody say they hate where they're from. That's just crazy. I have in my notes here, we suck. We do. We need to do work. The UN. And I know we're partnering. I know, like, we're obviously in the UN. There's, you know, now there's going to be committee, not committees, what are they? Task forces. To look at what we can do. What we can do to make these countries places where you can inhabit them. And again, look up the United Fruit Company. And just check out what America did. And you'll see. We weren't always good actors. And the last four years, we weren't good actors. We got to work our way back. But the way Republicans are talking, still with this fascism stuff, still with the authoritarianism, I don't think we're getting back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Remember that we're going to get back to normal? I don't think we are. We might be done with normal. Normal might be over. That's just insane. I never thought that a guy that banks up casinos could bankrupt an entire nation of its morals, of its dignity, of its sanity. It's insanity. It's crazy that we're sitting here and we're never going to get back to normal because of one orange clown. Like a bunch of suckers sitting here in our own banana republic. But we ain't got no fruit. Insanity. And also, like... I do want to move on to Joe Manchin. Fuck's wrong with this guy, yo? Democrats have a... Have a 51 to 50 majority in the Senate. It's tied 50-50, but since we have the presidency, the vice president is the president of the Senate. The vice president breaks the tie. So in theory, you do not need to convince Republicans to do anything to get things done. All you need to do is get wrangle your 50 votes and Harris comes in tiebreaker. Joe Manchin is the senator, Democratic senator from West Virginia. He came out the other day and said he will not vote for SR, Senate Resolution 1, the For the People Act, which I don't know if you heard me talk about it last week or the week before when I was talking about voting rights. But the For the People Act the John and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act together, those, the passage of that bill in the Senate would 
eliminate all of these states changing their voter laws and making it harder for people to vote and disenfranchising voting and suppressing voting. Like, it would eliminate, not make it harder for them to do it, it would eliminate all that. All that would be, as the kids say, clipped. It'd be clipped for that. But unfortunately, Joe Manchin said, I'm not coming out to vote for it. Why? Tell us why. Now, I know that so what you got to understand is you're probably saying, Jay, if you're not like, you know, hooked on MSNBC like me all the time, you're probably like, Jay, if he's a Democrat, why isn't he voting with the Democrats? Well, he's a Democrat in a state that is very Republican. So he's a Democrat who's got to make Republicans happy. So like, why are you even a Democrat, my guy? We have two independent, two people that are Agnes King and Bernie Sanders aren't Democrats. And we don't even have to worry about them not voting for this bill. They're on board with the Democrats. Our own party! And Kirsten Cinema as well. Don't forget her. <clears throat> what is she? has got John McCain's seat, right? Yeah, she's a real maverick. I know you got John McCain's seat, but you don't gotta be a maverick about everything. You gotta relax. The only way that we can lock this down... Now, there's something called the filibuster. Have you ever seen Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? It's a really old movie. The end of the movie, it's a black and white movie. The end of the movie, the guy is giving a speech in Congress. It's a filibuster. A filibuster is, we want to pass a law. No, I don't agree with your law. Okay, why? And then I can get up and talk for as long as I want. Forever. Like, they're only required to have five hours of a break during a 24-hour period. So I can get up and go. And just keep talking and talking and talking until you decide, all right, I'm sick of you talking. I want to go home. You can have your law or I won't agree with, I won't change your law. So Democrats who, Democrats want to kill the filibuster. The filibuster, the filibuster rule means you need 60 votes in the Senate to pass things. Now, remember I was just talking about, we got 50, we have 51 votes, so we should in theory, have the majority of the votes, but you need to you need 60 to pass important laws. If you don't have 60, that's what the filibuster is. The filibuster is so you can convince those 10 people to be on your side or not be on your side. But if you kill the filibuster, we can do it with just 50 votes. Problem is that Mansion and Cinema are not going to vote with us. So we'd only have 48 votes and we'd kill the, the filibuster and Republicans would get to use the filibuster against us in the future. But if we really want to guarantee Democrats, uh, if we really want to guarantee that Republicans never return to power, here's all we have to do. Kill the filibuster, get everything done. Everything. Push everything through. Get everybody living. And then what? And then show your results. And in the latest interview Obama gave, he says a bunch of stuff where he's like, I didn't think it'd get this dark. You know, I thought they didn't like, basically saying, I thought they didn't like me because I was black. I didn't know they didn't like me because they're like against anything Democrat now. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say those words, he, you know, in, in paraphrasing. It's insane. 
Al Franken, who's coming back to television, who would have definitely been the president right now. I'm just letting you know. Al Franken was on TV and he said, listen, I've been in the Senate. I know Mitch McConnell. If you had a real filibuster, he said, where you kept these 80-year-old men there for five days straight in the chambers, they would just cave. They would not sit there and say, oh, I'm going to stop everything from happening. The problem is they don't even need to really be there for the filibuster. All they need to do is have like a certain amount of senators there. There's a lot of procedural changes that need to be made in the Senate to get the Senate to work. I feel like I got deeper than I wanted to there. And I apologize about that. I'm just like, it bothers me. It bothers me that there are Democrats that are not voting with Democrats because I guess they don't want Democrats to win things. I don't know. Does Joe Manchin care about getting reelected? Is he going to change parties? Insane. Anyhow. As the thunder rumbles in. I'm going to get up on out of here. But before I do. Let me give you a list of places you can go to follow me. At Dies in Your House on Instagram. At Jay Porks on Twitter. SoundCloud.com slash Dies in Your House. And get yourself premium. Get yourself personalized artwork. The podcast a day early. And special gifts and bonus content. Just by going to patreon.com slash jporks and finding out how to become a premium subscriber. Till next week, dies in your house exclusively. Wherever the heck you thought you were hiding from me on the internet. We out, chill. Late.